Together, we can mobilize a global mission force to finish the task. This is your tribe. Okay, welcome to uh, This Is Your Tribe, uh, hosted by Ray Payne, and I am the uh, Collaboration Director of uh, Global Mobilization Network. And today we have our very best and uh, the one, the only, uh, Steve Strajak uh, with us. Um, Steve had been involved with uh, mobilization efforts um, at the global scale um, for, for a number of years and also one of the founders, uh, the early days um, when we had this idea of a global mobilization network, Steve had been involved. And he is the, uh, the formal uh, the, uh, director uh, of the Center for Mission Mobilization now uh, is the uh, ambassador. I, I believe that's the, that's the title uh, for the Center for Mission Mobilizations uh, globally. So Steve, welcome. Thank you, Ray, great to have yeah. be on the program and, and I'm honored to participate, brother. Hey, thank you very much for your time, especially uh, now for me, it's pretty late in the evening, but it's just getting started for you. Uh, so it's pretty early. But um, I have been to your office, I've been to your beautiful town in Arkansas, uh, and um, I really, really enjoy the company, especially you have been, uh, you know, taking care of me so wonderfully and take me to uh, to the uh, to the campus uh, and also to the um, uh, your your new office and I really enjoyed uh, you know uh, the the company was was all this strong-minded uh, mission like-minded um, mission mobilizers. So can you just tell me a, a little bit uh, about the journey and how uh, we have this uh, center for mission mobilization as a ministry, but also how they developed into. Uh, uh, that kind of uh, mission mobilization efforts instead of just uh, 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 an organization or, or mission ministry of any kind. Well, my background really is with campus ministry, Ray. Uh, I, I, I came to Christ right before I went to college and I went to college and joined a fraternity and lived in a fraternity house in the United States for three years. It's kind of a giant social club and Mm. And so I, I kind of learned how to lead guys to Christ that were um, kind of big partiers and hellions and, mm. and um, how, to, how to disciple them. I was dramatically impacted by Campus Crusade crew and the Navigators. Mm -hmm. And so what does it mean to lead people to Christ? What does it mean to make disciples? You know, and so I thought that was really a, you know, the measure of a successful, mature Christian. Mm. Um, but I had someone... Uh, challenged me to take the perspectives course in 1985. Uh, I had finished seminary. I had gone back to my, my, the church in my college town in, mm -hmm. in, at the University of Arkansas, and, and I was the college pastor, and I thought I knew everything. Of course, I'd been to seminary. I, you know, don't you know everything after you go to <laughs> seminary? And I thought, certainly, I'm the Billy Graham and the Bill Bright and the Dawson Trotman of the world. You know, I, I think I've got all that down. But the perspectives class was such an eye opener for me. My wife and I took the intensive in the summer of 1985. And by the end of that course, I had realized I was missing a huge, huge part of the Great Commission. And so, yes, I had the evangelism part down, the disciple making part, but the third component really of the Great Commission, mm. uh, I, I had missed mission mobilization. So I kind of developed this EDM, mm. you know, 
acronym, Evangelism, Disciple Making, Mission Mobilization. So it changed everything. It connected the dots. Mm. And I came back to Arkansas and we started developing perspectives courses. I, you know, that we didn't even hardly have them in the South. There were only 20 of them mm. across the country. So we started developing them across the state of Arkansas, mm -hmm. uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, we started helping groups in Texas and Missouri and others. So it started to kind of regionally developing the perspectives class that, that really set us on a course. It really challenged us. And so I realized I wasn't a church pastor, but I loved college students. And so mm -hmm. we, we actually started an organization called Student Mobilization, STUMO. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it included not just evangelism, not just disciple making, but let's place staff people on campuses all over the South Central United States. And we were going to see each of those college campuses as a launching pad, as mm -hmm. a sending base mm -hmm. uh, to mobilize students to the nation. So that's really kind of been the genesis. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, people around me know that I can start something, but if you leave me in charge too long, we might be in trouble. <laughs> you know, that kind of person, you know, they're a starter and not necessarily a long-term developer. And so uh, I turned student mobilization over to a next generation leader. And about the year 2000, um, we started a new work and ultimately we called it center for mission mobilization. And we said, let's take what we've learned mm -hmm. in mobilizing American college students. And let's take what we've learned over the last 15 years. Let's see if we can mobilize people all over the world not, and not just college students. Yes, college students, but what about, you know, the other 98% of the world's population that aren't college students around the world. And so, um, we've been trying to figure that out for, you know, 21 years now, <laughs> yeah. uh, through the center for mission mobilization, how, you know, region by region, country by country, uh, do we help serve the body of Christ there to raise up, train, fund, send out workers. And so, and we've been creating resource ministries to, to, to help that, uh, to, 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 to equip and, help be successful in the raising up and sending out of workers to the unreached. That's really what our ultimate goal is, is mm -hmm. how do we get more workers, great yeah. commission workers to the unreached? Yeah. So, um, but, but, you know, because I've been involved with, uh, uh your ministry for a number of years now, and I, I started to like really appreciate that you're, um, th there are quite a few things that I, like I observed and I really appreciate it, which is uh, number one, the free materials, uh, you know, because if you're taking a course, sometimes there's a royalty somewhere and the ownership is mine, but if you want to do it, you know, it's either my way or, or no way. Oh, I, but uh, for example, like uh, explore uh, and also go mobilize and quite a few other things like the lately you have this uh, a new initiative for, 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 for parent, Christian parents um, uh, mobilizing their, their children and, and Sunday school kids, uh, the Wheat family and many others. And, but you translate and, and into other languages and also help others uh, to, to understand. Uh, they can also use it and become a facility for themselves. So, and also at the same time, you send people uh, to uh, different parts of the world and work with the locals and, and, and 
and really appreciate the ownership of the global south and those of the majority worlds. And I think that's that's new. Uh, I think that's also um, uh, not easy. I, I would say put it e uh, put it you know not not in a very strong word. It's not easy because you know often we. We we still want to have the the ownership. Often we still say, "Oh, this is the quality. Quality is very important, and you need to do it my way." So how how does that come about? How does that come about? And 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 maybe you can share a little bit about that. Uh, well, we we've, we've had this great commission for almost two thousand years. Uh, Americans, you know, we 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 think we're the solution to everything, <laughs> which is obviously just pure arrogance on our part. Uh, but we've been sending out foreign missionaries since 1812. And you'd think with all of our entrepreneurship and all of our technology and all of our, you know, we would have had, you know, the Great Commission would have been fulfilled by now. And yet we still have, yeah. you know, a well over 2 billion people cut off from the gospel. And so, you know, one definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. Mm. And, and so we've got to look at the Great Commission differently than we've ever looked at it before. And, and so we're trying to look out, you know, look outside the box here. Yeah. And um, our, our thinking, Ray, is that, you know, the last 40 years, Dr. Ralph Winter has been spearhead, spearheaded a lot of the initiatives on this, but we've been researching the unreached people groups around the world. Well, we know now where all the yeah. unreached people groups are. Now it's time for us to research where the unsent people groups are around the world. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And so now we think the key to the great commission is somehow serving the body of Christ in each of these countries in Latin America, in Africa, in Asia, in Europe, you know, country by country and saying, how can we come and serve? We're not in charge. You're in charge. But is there some way we can serve? Because we know you as a national leader, we know you have a vision and passion for filling the Great Commission. Acts 1-8 applies to you just like it applies to any other uh, believer. And so how can we help you raise, identify, raise up, train, get funded, and send workers yourself to the unreached? And so we think that's I think that's the key to fulfilling the Great Commission is country by country, the body of Christ in that country taking full, complete responsibility for the Great Commission. And that means the raising up and the sending and the funding of workers from their country to these unreached groups. And we're trying to help match up what what would make sense. You know, if you're if you're raising up workers from Brazil, if you're raising up workers from Rwanda, if you're raising up workers from Indonesia, you know, what would make sense geographically and culturally, you know, to get your workers uh, to particular areas of the world that are in somewhat close proximity to where you are? And so we're trying to match up the major unsent regions of the world to the major unreached regions of the world. Mm. And we're even helping number of countries. Uh, if there's not a, if there's not a sending agency mm. that is really an excellent indigenous agency led by nationals that is really, really excellent and got all the pieces functioning in it, you know, well, let's, let's help you start one. I've, I've gotten to help myself, you know, a particular country start a mission agency. And it's, 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 
it's going great. You know, they're, they're doing super. And so we think, we think what out, let's think outside the box. How do we fulfill this great commission? Maybe in our generation, in light of us having it for 2000 years, and we still have billions of people still cut off from the gospel. There's something wrong with this picture, you know? Yeah, but also at the same time, it's really interesting when you talk about enriched people groups, they, um, especially, um, you know, for the last 40 years, uh, I was, I would say we, we use like linguistic barriers or social linguistic or geographic uh, political uh, boundaries to say, oh, here's an enriched people group here. Uh, in Uzbekistan, and there there are people from Uyghurs and others, and there are like two thousand people here there. But with 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 global trends like today, uh, it's really hard to really identify where they are now. And there will be always more um, with the current situation with uh, refugees and wars and and other things and immigrants. Um, so it's getting harder and harder to really identify, and also at the same time, it's there are always there are always new uh, UPG somewhere just about it. it was like a never ending task. But also people will say, well, you know, you need to look at things differently. And and that have been a conversation for the last decade, I would say. And how how do you see that? Well, I think um, one one initiative we've taken on, Ray. And, and I'm with the Center for Mission Mobilization, CMM, and um, we, we've, we've probably been working on it now for 10 years. <laughs> uh, we call it the Mobilization Index, and we've, we've hired researchers from, you know, uh, Joshua yeah. Project and, and Operation World and other groups and so forth. And we've got, we've, we've been doing all these research and demographics on all the, mm. and so we've identified the 57 countries in the world that have over a million evangelicals. And we're trying to do all kinds of um, research on those, those countries to try to discern uh, what are some of the keys to raising up and mobilizing believers. The, these are where the pockets of believers are. This is where the sleeping giants are. This is where yeah. the unsent peoples are. And yeah. so the, the, the major characteristic that, that I think is the most important one is what is the number of evangelicals in that country? versus the number of long-term missionaries that they've sent out. And so the, the, the bigger the gap, the, <laughs> the bigger the need and opportunity to mobilize that country if there's, if there's millions and millions of evangelicals, but we can only find 2,000 missionaries yeah. that they've sent out. Well, gosh, the need, yeah. the opportunity, the gap is huge there. And so yeah. that's really, so we're trying to help mission agencies all over the world and ministries to, to, to be able to use that index to discern, should we be sending missionaries to this country or should we be sending mobilizers to this country? Mm. And if you get that mixed up, if you keep sending missionaries to a country with all these Christians, yeah. you, 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 you literally are hurting more than helping yeah. because you're continuing to reinforce in their mind that they are a mission field in need of money and missionaries and so forth. Yeah. When in fact, no, they need to have a transformation and no longer view themselves as a mission field, but as a radical new missions force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. And, and I, I, I do believe that um, 
Yeah, I, because I've been on uh, different fields for the last, um, I will say, six, seven years. And and this is the, the, uh, the mentality is so strong that uh, we are at the receiving end instead of ascending end. And as yep. when you look at uh, countries like Kenya, for example, like China, for example, you know, the churches are very strong and, and people are really um, picking up the idea like I actually we can actually do something, but but that you know that this they still hindrance you know saying oh we we don't look like missionaries. <laughs> so yes. so yes. So, so here comes the turn of frontier mobilizers and uh, and especially I, I think it's invented by the CMN and being used by CMN mostly. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Well we're trying to um create a role that a valid role a a legitimate role in the body of christ uh, you know that they would accept and embrace um missionaries everyone you know we we, we've been we've grown up understanding the role of a missionary and yet the role of a mobilizer what what in the world is that you know that's Mm -hmm. hard to explain to people yeah and uh, <laughs> hey, we experienced that haven't you? So, so, yeah so that's why we need we need to have this program so this is our tribe <laughs> because we're all in this tribe we are mobilizers <laughs> well that's one reason we started the global mobilization network and the gmc the the, the the consultation is because let's see if we can pull together these frontier mobilizers from all over the world and to give them some identity give them some some family a tribe a, mm. you know and 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 to try to help all of us understand who we are, what our identity is, what our role and calling is. Mm. And it is unique in the body of Christ. Um, Mm. Missionaries, you know, frontier missionaries go to unreached people groups. Uh, They they, they leave their culture to go into unreached people groups. A frontier mobilizer leaves their country, their family and so forth, uh, to go to an unsent people group. Uh, so both the missionary and the mobilizer, they, they, they leave their, the comforts of their family and everything and home and, and country uh, to go to a different country, a different culture, a different group to either, if they don't have the gospel, let's send missionaries. If they do have the gospel, let's send mobilizers. Mm. And so that's the idea of the frontier missionary, the frontier mobilizer, both mm. make sacrifices, but mm. their target and their objective is different than the normal missionary or the normal yeah. mobilizer. Yeah. So since you have covered uh, a little bit about uh, CMN, and I think you, because well, we are CMN, so uh, you know, it can can you share us a, a bit more about the history and the background? Because on on the on the website it says you know the effort had been under the conversation had been started like 10, 20 years ago. So how how does that come about? Right. On the CMM, Center for Mission Mobilization? No, no, no. I'm talking about GMN. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You know, um, we, um, I actually went on staff along with my other duties uh, uh, with the U.S. Center for World Missions in 2004. Yeah. And, and one of my duties was to take over the the perspectives class and to really, you know, develop that and grow that and and so we started adding staff and, and, and raising funds and, 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 you know, trying to grow it across the U.S. 
Uh, and then they said, will you take the global uh, perspectives over too? So we did, and we started raising money to do translations, major translations around the world and placing staff around the world. And so we, we, were, we were thrilled uh, for about eight years to take on the perspectives course and, and really try to, try to grow it and develop it. And, um, and so um, we had created some, some national co perspectives conferences here in the U.S., uh, Steve Hawthorne and Bruce Cook and others had developed some regional uh, conferences uh, for perspectives uh, in other parts of the world. And so as we were trying to brainstorm, how do we get perspectives into, you know, other countries, other cultures? And as we were starting to, as an organization, uh, CMM, I, I had these two hats. I was wearing the U.S. Center Mobilization Division Director's hat with perspectives. Now I was wearing this hat with directing and growing the CMM, Center for Mission Mobilization. But we just said, how do we, we're starting to raise up and identify these different mobilizers around the world. Let's create something that uh, would really be an encouragement to them. Let's raise a bunch of money to, uh, to get them there to, for travel expenses and for scholarshiping them. And, mm. and let's put on an excellent program. And let's see if we can pull the perspectives program in with it. Let, let's see if we can kind of have a little bit of a regional perspectives gathering for the two days before this consultation. And so 2013 was our first experiment there in Suryabaya, Indonesia. Mm. And it was a great time. Uh, we, 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 we tried to pull in the Kairos uh, leadership, their, their founder, Max and I were uh, together there in Suryabaya. You know, that was fun to been several days uh, getting to know him what a great man and a great ministry kairos is mm -hmm. and uh, and so that was the birth we said let's come up with a name you know let's come up with a name global mobilization network mm -hmm. um, let's come up with a with a name of, of the of the event global mobilization consultation mm -hmm. and uh, let's raise enough money to really make this a first class thing and and so they wanted to host it there in Suryabaya. Mm -hmm. There was a, a, yeah. a prominent pastor, Pastor Andreas, there that I'm very close to. Yeah, and uh, and so they had a big mall there that that, uh, that we we had it in, and and it was a fantastic inaugural event. And we just said, "Wow, we we had such a great turnout from all these different countries, all these different mobilizers, and let let's keep doing this every other year." And mm -hmm. and the perspectives group kind of dropped out. I mean, we didn't really. Uh, I, 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 I'm trying to think if the next year we actually try to do that regional perspectives thing, but we, we wanted to pull them in. We wanted to pull in perspectives, regional, you know, yeah. international leaders. Um, 2015 was in Kenya and Nairobi and right. then it was in Dubai. Yeah. I think right. in Kenya, uh, the perspective is still, you know, they join it again, but not in That's Dubai. Right. That's right. But uh, we have another one in, in Brazil two years ago. Um, yeah, and, and it was it was perspective altogether. Yep. But I, I do well, believe that the, the picture just grow bigger. It's not just perspective anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we, we finally in 2012, um, uh, perspectives moved back, you know, to the U.S. Center. And I, I was no longer on staff. I could focus now just on CMM and not, mm -hmm. not try to wear these two hats. It was kind of a confusing for us, confusing for them. And so mm -hmm. as painful as it was to kind of officially separate and let, yeah. let, let them take perspectives, um, you know, from that point on. 
and, mm. and let me just focus on this. I think it was the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but what we realized, Ray, is perspectives is a great tool, but we didn't want to be, we didn't feel like our role was to spend all this time, all this money, all this staff to administrate it and manage it and, 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 and so forth. We just wanted to use the tool out, out yeah. across the planet. We wanted to use tool, but we also realized there's other tools besides perspectives. Yeah. And so there's Kairos. There's the explore booklet. I mean, there's different categories and phases and mm. aspects of getting this idea of God's heart for the nations into people's minds and hearts. Yeah. So let's, let's use perspectives as a tool across the planet, but let's not feel like we've got to be the ones that administers it and, and manages it and organizes it. We, 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 we're kind of doers. We're mobilizers. We're, mm. we're, we're practitioners out there. I didn't want to be all our people behind cubicles uh, as administrators, you know. Yeah, but but that's also uh, very hard to um, to really get to the very bottom of everything because you know uh, you when you're mobilizing people, uh, so you say uh, people say, oh, you know, the, the easiest way is you do it and you do it for us. <laughs> instead of you know you're coaching and, and training the trainers and people just want to wait there and say this um you know six-year experience and you have all the money so you come here and teach us um, what you know right. and yeah, that's, that's, that that's that's very convenient but but tell us a bit more about uh, uh gmn uh how how people uh, start to have this idea and and actually appreciate uh, you know working together and of course we, this is a very young movement and we're still developing and i'm, I'm trying to get to know uh you know more about it and also about the history and also the possibilities for future so how do you see that well when they asked me to be the mobilization director for the u.s center i i, I said yes as long as i can you know stay living in fayetteville and keep directing this other ministry as long as we can recruit staff and recruit money and they agreed to all those things. And I said, also, as long as we can put Dave Flynn in charge of the U.S. perspectives mm. and we could put Matt Burns in charge of the um, of global perspectives. And they agreed to both those things. And so, you know, I, you don't really want to put me in charge of anything, Ray. Uh, mm. I, I'm just kind of a, I'm just, kind of, an I'm just like kind of an encourager. You know, I can dream with you. I can pray with you. I can pat you on the back. I can, you know, let's go mm. do it, brother. Uh, so Dave Flynn is the one who really grew and developed uh, the perspectives class uh, all over the U.S. I mean, it was we, we were up to 10,000 people a year and 250 classes. And, and then Matt Burns, I mean, that guy, he took the perspectives class and, uh, and, and he raised hundreds of thousands of maybe a million dollars. I don't know mm. uh, to get, you know, the, the Chinese translation, for instance, of the perspectives class. If, if you knew how much time and money we spent on that, that translation alone, you know. And, yeah. and so it just, it just, um, I'm just saying that, that boy, we were able to grow it and develop it. I think in the 19 countries at the time. And so we just said, and, and it was, you know, uh, a lot of it was conversations with Matt Burns and I, but we said, how do we, how do we get these individuals that we know mm. now we've got this growing list of, of, of mobilizers, you know, the, the mm. Ray, the Ray pings of the world, you know, country mm. by country, by country let's serve them. Let, let's, let's connect them. Let's figure out a way to pull them together and give them this, this vision, this identity 
mm. as frontier mobilizers and, and, and let's raise a ton of money. We raise hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, and let's find, let, let's rotate it. Let's rotate it from continent to continent every two years so that if it's in Africa, well, yeah, we're going to have more Africans going to be able to get to it. If it's in Asia, well, yeah, we're going to be able to have more. If it's in San Paulo, Brazil, well, yeah, we're going to be able to get more Latins there, you know? Yeah. And so let's rotate it every two years and let's, let's bring in, let's, let's create speakers and workshops. And, and then at some point we said, let's, let's get the CMM out of this where it's, it's yeah. just our deal. Let's make it a real global, let, let's create a leadership team. Mm-hmm. And of course um, there's, uh, TB Thomas to me yeah. was the perfect person to mm-hmm. kind of get this thing off the, he, he, he's such a respected older leader that people could look to and not say, Oh, that's Shadrach or that's Hawthorne or that's perspectives or that's CMM or no, 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 no. Let's create a neutral leadership team. Uh, that was international leaders. Mm-hmm. Let's put someone like a TB Thomas you know, as the leader. And so I think it was in, in Kenya there at Nairobi that we kind of first mm-hmm. said, let's, let's create this leadership group. Let's create this network. Mm-hmm. Let's put TV in charge of it. And I think he's done a great job to kind of kick this thing off. I know he's turned it over to the next generation leader, but, mm-hmm. and so the CMM plays a lot of the administrative roles behind the GMN, a lot of behind the C, behind the GMC, the consultation. We, yes, we've yes. raised a lot of the money and our tech people and our graphics people and stuff, you know, do a lot of the behind the scenes work, but it's really you and, 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 and TV and, and, and others on that leadership team that have uh, really designed and pushed this thing forward. And so we're, we're thrilled to kind of uh, mm. give leadership and ownership over to this international group. We, we trust you guys and we, we believe in you guys. Yeah. I think the, the, the collaboration is really highly, uh, highly appreciated. I think that, you know, uh, for, for the, for the, at least the, for the last four years, uh, uh, my involvement with GMN, and also the partnership with CMN, I think I've been, uh, you know, it, it's quite a joy. It's it's really rare, you know. I I want to ask you about this. What is so important to work together? What is so important that we we have this mutual respect? You know, uh, you know, because we we can all say beautiful things about one another, but the, you you that that requires a real sacrifice to a certain degree. You know, sometimes is finance, sometimes is pride, sometimes is, you know, the ownership. So what is so important? Well, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of a John Maxwell fan. He's written a lot of great stuff on leadership. And he has one particular book called Failing Forward, not falling, but uh, yes. failing forward. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to that, you know, I can relate to that concept. And, uh, and, and on page one, on page one, he says, you'll never accomplish anything of sig- significance apart from a team. Mm. And yeah, we can operate individually and think we're some sort of superstar, but no, it's got to be a team effort if we're going to really be significant and successful. And so we're a neutral organization, right? We, 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 we're not, we're, we're not a sending agency ourselves. Our, our mm. goal is to serve the body of Christ. My 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 title is global ambassador, mm. 
And so I'm, I'm just serving all, we're, we're in 20 countries and we're trying to get to these top 50. We've got these top 50 that we're trying to get to, but we're in 20. Mm-hmm. But so, we're, so I'm serving our own ministries, uh, international, these national leaders in all these countries. Um, but I get to serve other ministries in other countries. That's just what I'm doing. And so I'm successful if they're successful. Yes. And so I think God has given us all kinds of great leaders like a Dave Flynn, a Matt Burns, a, a, a Ryan Emus, you know, a John mm-hmm. Patton, a, a Dave Rothkar, a Ray Ping, you know, the list goes on, a Terracu, and, and uh, on and on and on, uh, names Jason Gardner, names of people and men and women, Carissa Potter and others that, that say everything that we do, everything that we create, we're giving it away to these national leaders around the world and our success is based upon your success. If you're successful, that means we're successful. And so it's just a different measurement of success. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a different view of success. It's one definition of, of a servant is getting excited about making other people successful. That's right. So I think we derive our greatest joy, our greatest purpose and greatest value when we see other leaders, especially in other countries and other cultures, uh, that, that, they, that they're successful. And we've gotten to be behind the scenes, kind of secret backseat helpers. Mm. Uh, that, that, that brings great joy to us. Yeah. But um, as long as we're, our hands are on the steering wheel, as long as we're in charge, um, that's we're not going to have multiplication. It kind of gets down to, are you in addition? Or are you in the multiplication? Mm. Yeah. And, 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 and addition is not going to reach the world for Christ. Only multiplication. When you reproduce yourself over and over and over again, and what you're reproducing is reproducers mm. yeah. who will yeah. also reproduce over yeah. and over again. That's the only way we're going to reach the world. I think my last question is uh, very practical uh, in terms of uh, current uh, world situation in terms of COVID and many other things that travel lockdowns and vaccinations and a lot of politics involved with, uh, with the global uh, pandemic and, and, and a lot of other things, um, you know, it's all mixed together. Uh, we were planning to have uh, another global mobilization consultation supposed to be the end of this year. Apparently, it's not going to take place. Uh, a lot of things coming to uh, to become Zoom calls and another uh, conference after another. Um, people start to get fatigue. Uh, people uh, really need to uh, move, uh, re- re- relocate it to different places. I think CMS staff got a a big hit, uh, I think, especially for those guys who live in uh, some uh, creative access countries. Um, they, uh, they just start with a vacation and then, you know, <laughs> the door, the, the, the gate closed and, you know, and they never got back. The furniture is still there, all these things. And I got to know these people. It's hard. And, uh, and what what do you think there's a lesson from from God at this moment and and how do you see um, our future lies? Well, this past 18 months to me, humanly speaking, has been devastating uh, to missions and mobilization, to campus ministry to you know I, I just think I think Satan 
has gotten a major, major stroke, you know, uh, um, that was that, that verse in first John was one of Dr. Winter's life verses, you know, that, that, that Christ came to destroy the works of the devil, you know, and, and, um, and I, I see so much of the disease that, that the virus has caused so much of the politics, mm. uh, so much of the culture wars that, 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 that we're experiencing around the world. Um, so many great commission workers have either been pushed out or locked out yeah. uh, from their ministry assignments, or they've got caught up. They've gotten caught up yeah. in, in, in all the politics and the culture wars and the, yeah. you know, and they, they really lost their focus of the great commission. And so yeah. one of, one of our goals, uh, one of our CMM ministries, I'll put a plug into it that I get to kind of spearhead as CMT campus ministry today. If, if you're, if you're, if, if our followers here that are watching or listening wanted to go to campusministry.org, uh, you could kind of see what we're doing. But but I'm trying to help the collegiate body of Christ, country after country after country, uh, to kind of get back to the Great Commission. Uh, to get, if you've taken an exit ramp or you've been blocked, you know, uh, you know get, let's get back on the road. Uh, we think college students are some of the most recruitable, trainable, sendable category of persons on the planet. And so where do these workers, these future workers going to come from? And so let us help you. Let us help you. Let us serve you uh, from afar or uh, let us come in, in, to your mm -hmm. country and serve you. And, and so, um, so many workers have left the mission field and left the college campuses, have left the ministry. So many ministries have kind of gotten off track and now they're going down some, you know, racial justice or, or, or gender issues or political things or vaccine or anti-vaccine or, I mean, it's all kinds of strange things that I'm not saying they're not important, but whatever happened to the great commission, what, whatever happened to the great commission, where did that go? We, we've got to somehow help the body of Christ to yeah. wake up to realize we've been on some exit ramps here. So we've let the enemy deceive us. Hmm. Let's get back on the road here and let's major on the majors. E D M evangelism, disciple making mission mobilization. And so that's really hmm. one of the things the CMM is trying to serve the body of Christ country by country and doing that. That's one of the things that I'm getting to spearhead as a global ambassador is this, this campusministry.org is how do we get the collegiate body of Christ also uh, back on track? I will say this, one of our resource ministries that you know of, Ray, is called Support Raising Solutions. Yeah. And you think that that giving would take a hit around the world because of COVID, because of all the, 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 the culture wars we seem to be in and stuff. No, uh, people, the body, the people of God, the body of Christ, they want to give. Uh, don't let any of your listeners, any of your followers think that there's some limitation in God's heavenly bank because uh, there's more being given right now than ever before. And so as we, if the greatest need is for laborers is what Jesus said in Matthew 9, we've discovered that one of the greatest obstacles of getting those laborers spread out across the planet yeah. is funding. Well, do not let funding determine your vision. Do not let funding no. determine your calling. Don't let it block no. it at all. We can train you. We can help you. And you can go to support raising 
www.ultimatesolutions.org uh, and, and find out how we can train you to raise your full support and to fulfill the vision and calling and ministry that God has for you yeah. in your country, in your region, among your people, you know. And so there's really no excuse. We, we have the command, you know, of the Great Commission to raise up laborers, but now we're going to try to help you and equip you and serve you to be successful in doing that. Steve, I'm very encouraged, and thank you very much for your time. And uh, right. I, I, you know, I'm a I'm a big believer in a, a mission mobilization. Also, at the same time, I'm a big believer in the support raising. Uh, I think it's it's not uh, something, uh, you know, radical. Uh, it's it's normal, and it's um, we we uh, it's the God ask. It's not just about us asking money from people. It's is where the resource is, where the, you know, it, it need to be vision driven. Um, and also whatever we do is for one purpose and one purpose only is God to be glorified and his name to be known. Thank you very much, Steve, for your time. And I think we all learn a lot from you and just pray for you um, and, and the future path and especially your health as well. Uh, thank you, appreciate your time. Um, yeah. Oh, one last word. What, if, what do you want to say to our mobilizers around the world and a word of encouragement? I love you all. I, I, I admire you all. I, I, I respect you all so much. And when I get to be with you, I enjoy you so much. I, I just, that's one thing about, you know, this is our tribe. When we get together, it's so much fun. It, it, it's so enjoyable. There's so much uh, energy and synergy that's that's shared among us and so just know please know that that here's an old man in america <laughs> that, that loves you and admires you and prays for you and respects you and and yearns for the next opportunities we have to get together and if there's any way at all that we can serve any way at all that we can be of help we would be honored we would be honored you you must increase and we must decrease. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's your turn. It's your turn to take the lead and to take the ball, take the baton and run with it. And you're, you're, you're the leaders, you're the leaders. And, and so we want to serve you as the leaders, the worldwide leaders, as you, as you lead this effort out and finish the Great Commission. So, Praise the Lord. Uh, I think yeah, what I appreciate you the most is, uh, Shad, actually you, you, you did uh, and you still does, uh, you still, uh, this, which is to walk the talk and you have showed that example to many of us, especially me. Appreciate your time.